Now, we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross, bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. I am your host, Erin, with my beautiful co-host, Michaela. We are both in love with our sobriety, holistic health coaches, moms, and on a mission to just uncover the truth about sobriety, how incredible it is, how this is the ultimate health wellness life hack, like we like to say. And we kind of just get into all the things right here. Um, And for today, we have a couple of cool topics picked out. We have a bunch of things to discuss. So let's dig in, Michaela. Where should we begin? Go. Oh my gosh. So you and I have conversations all day long, all the time. And so many different topics come up and I'm like, oh, this is a good one. So this mm-hmm. episode will just be Jeez. all of the talks. I think I just want to like freestyle it, but I do want to begin with, I guess, talking about how to just say no to the mm-hmm. drink. And I know we have holidays coming up, but this is like well beyond holidays. As we all know, alcohol is everywhere. It is at parties. It is at funerals. It is at you know, kids party, it's, it's, it's literally everywhere. So I get why it's so hard for people who are immersed in it. 
and perhaps not in a wellness world where, you know, these conversations aren't right, a regular thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are so happy that you guys are here because these conversations are a regular thing with us. And this is why I think it is so easy for us to just have that discernment of just saying like, this is a hard no. And then this is a hard yes for me. Right. Uh, because my body, my choice, what I put in my body, it's none of your business, right? Like, that's just how I feel. Like when I go out, like nobody's going to tell me what to put in my body. I think that's ridiculous. So even from the beginning, um, you know, and I was on a sober curious journey all throughout my twenties, even, you know, when I was partying hard. And so I had different stages when I was not drinking, I just, I was just saying, I'm not drinking. And there was nothing that can sort of change my mind. And so, and I think where that came from is that premeditative state where I used to meditate and I used to visualize the type of woman I want to be, the type of person I want to be. And in those seasons of my life, alcohol was just not in you know, in my world. And so it was so easy for me to say, no, I don't drink. And it wasn't in a way where I would shame anybody else. Cause I was still obviously hanging out in those circles. It was more like I would tie in sometimes the wellness piece and say, I'm going to cleanse, which many times I was. And so as we all know, if you're juicing or whatever, like the alcohol just does not vibe with that and getting those results. So that was really easy for me. And now where it is my life choice, like I, I'm going to be a sober girl for life. Like I'm so proud to say, uh, because I know all of the benefits and I've studied and I've researched what it does. And I, I, you know, I have this deep knowing it's just, I still can be around places or, or be around people. And I feel like they still don't get it. And I've been at this for a while. So I get it. If you're so new to this and you're still identifying, you know, if people are still identifying you as, let's say you have the the wine or you have this drink and they see you as this person, like we have to give people also the grace and the um, kind of the, like our, our energy has to shift around it too, I feel. And so, and it can take time. Uh, and I feel like I'm like talking all around, but I think mm-hmm. just to say, it's going to be different for everybody. It's going to mm-hmm. be different with different circles. Some friends will get it. Some people, unfortunately, won't. How do you like? How was you your know, experience? And it's, it's so beautiful the way you just introduced that. Um, what struck me the most, though, as I was listening to you, is like this is why we're the perfect marriage. I never had seasonal not drinking. Like that to me, I was like, whoa, right. Okay. Here's full alcoholic thinking, what? Like if I was juicing, I still was having like a rosé with my juice, right? Doesn't that go together? I never had a time where I wasn't drinking when I was in that mode. So for me, it was so severe, but I have to be honest. It bothered me the most, not other people. It was, I was the most uncomfortable with it. Looking back now, and that time takes time. When I was first in it, yes, I felt all these feelings of like, oh my gosh, everybody wants me to drink. I'm disappointing everybody. I feel so weird not ordering wine when I go out or not. I had all like normal restaurants and people knew my orders and, you know, we get into these routines. It was me and my discomfort that I had to get over. Really, the other people, 
they only really care what's in their glass. To be quite honest, like 95%, you might have that 5% that's like a really wants you to drink because it has something to do with their own relationship with alcohol. And that's none of my beeswax, you know, no is no. And once I made that decision and lined up with it and knew like, I am not drinking, you will have to hold me down. And, you know, at gunpoint to me, like it just wouldn't, it's not happening. It didn't really, you know, I got okay with it and more comfortable in my skin. And I just evolved with it and and made now like jokes about it. And um, we were discussing before, you know, we came on here, I would often go out and just have something in my glass. I wasn't making a statement. I wasn't making a big deal. If somebody said, can I get you a drink? I said, I already have one. Or yes, can you, I'll have the same. Like I already pre-ordered. So I knew I was getting a mocktail. Like I just did these things not to bring attention to me and just to be a part of. And now I'm completely like, oh, I don't drink. And I actually think it's like the coolest thing about me. Like, you know, when I meet people, I'm like, oh, no. And then people love it too, which is kind of funny. They look at you like, what? Like the music stops for a second. They're like, hold on. This person's not drinking, but she's having a lot of fun and she's really social, but she's out. Like we are, you can be sober and have so much fun and have a drink that's not alcoholic. It's like a bananas thing here that you think you only can be holding something that has poison in it to socialize. So I'm all over the map too, but it's like, it's interesting how we both came to this space and around like different ways. But for me, looking back, it was my discomfort. And now it's like my honor. Like I love, because I also like to be hopefully living proof. And, you know, maybe it will spark an interest in somebody else. Like, wait, she doesn't drink. Maybe I don't have to drink. And what's her story? And that's, I want to be that. I want to be that for my children. We always talk about this. We want to shift the culture. Um, So, yeah, but it did take time. It wasn't overnight. But my, I honestly think if people are going to pressure you, don't bring it up. Just have your mocktails, go, get to the party early and get your drinks ready. Wait until you are so ready, spiritually, emotionally, ready to have that conversation, then have it. If you're not yet, don't. Yeah, that's a big piece. And I think yeah. that this is why our mastermind works so well, because we have a lot of girls in there who aren't ready to come out of the closet and say they, they are sober. And so, but I think those conversations still need to be had and that curation and that excitement and the unlearning and then the learning, all of that needs to happen in that first stage of deciding, because if you're not solid with your mind, with your, you know, that mindset, the conviction that you, this is not good for you. And you're going to go out there into the world and you're kind of just doing this on your own. It's hard. It's, it is really hard, but you know, to know that you have a safe space to go to and talk about it and perhaps figure out a game plan and this could be for each event, each situation, each month or whatever. And you have those girls holding you accountable and cheering you on. You just feel this level of spiritual support behind you. And it is such a beautiful thing. Like when I go out, I know I'm not alone in this, even though in the physical world, wherever I am, mo- I would say 98% of people are drinking, are yeah. drinkers. Yes. And 
but I don't feel like I'm the only one because I have you girls and it is such a beautiful thing. And it's literally in my pocket. I could just pop in and see whatever we have, whatever chats we have going on. But the big piece is, is we have to be okay with breaking the narrative of the culture Mm -hmm. that what I'm trying to say is like, I think a lot of times people are afraid to say they don't drink because they're going to be looked at as like, they have like, they're a fuck up. Like they have a problem or Mm -hmm. I posted on social media, like you don't have to have labels when you do this. So you don't have to say I'm an alcoholic to choose sobriety. You don't have to say Mm -hmm. I am sober to choose sobriety. You could just make it your own thing. Mm -hmm. And of course there will be stages perhaps a year or two years in, you might have that aha moment, that download where like, okay, you know what? I'm actually, I actually do want to share about this. I do have something to say. I have learned something. And that's when you are fully embodied and can speak about it to anybody and nobody can sway you, but we have to nurture that baby stage per se of yourself, that infancy and protecting yourself with the most nurturing environment that you can have. And I think that is what will help you stand strong and have that foundation going forward. And it will impact your future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, Michaela, I am fully frustrated with my kids, whom I love more than life itself. However, as their mom, I feel like an absolute failure, and I can't seem to find the time to get us all organized and even have meaningful conversations. I feel like everyone is so busy. I'm so overwhelmed, so drained. Help me. Yes, get that off your chest. As a busy mom, I get it. I have found that when I am stressed and feeling stuck, the best thing to do is ask for help. Perhaps book a therapy session. Therapy is for everyone, every human desiring to feel better, live better, and learn how to solve life's most pressing problems and concerns in real time. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and very convenient. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoberGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoberGirls. 110%. And the accountability, like when we're out, I know that our Sober Girls Mastermind, all of our amazing women, they like we share everything. So they know I'm out. Like, they, you know, we share where we're going, what we're doing. And, and same, you know, also in AA. So I have, you know, I have communities where it's the norm not to drink and people are expecting me not to drink and they're going to hold me accountable not to drink. And so that doesn't even cross my mind. It's like more of like, I can't wait to share about this experience, the great parts about it, you know, for our mastermind members, it's like how we navigated, what we ordered, what happened. Um, There's so many great like learning points from that. Um, but I also think too, we have to understand, like, it's really none of my business what's in your glass, unless you are asking me for it to be my business. It's nobody's business when I'm drinking. It's not, it's my decision. And, you know, we have to remember that, like, I respect you and your life choices. You respect mine, kumbaya, and let's have a good time together. Um, and it does 
get better and easier. But you're right. The infancy stage, you have to protect it. When you are new, you need to be in your community, locked in, checking in, and you have to have your mind made up before you go out or you will drink. It's it yeah. just you will pick up. Yeah, and the piece that I wanted to sort of complete here with, I guess, the fear of yeah. saying this to friends. And I think we all, and I think social media has a big piece in this where we all put our best pictures out there, our, our best life circumstances out there. We celebrate and we're often, not many people, some people do, but like, we don't often say, you know what? I woke up depressed or I woke up anxious or I'm extremely bloated. Like, do we post those things on social media? We don't. And so we post the party before and the glass and how much fun we're having with the girls and this celebration. And this is the same piece of like what movies do exactly. I watch, I love watching Netflix a couple nights in a week. um, And every single thing that I'm watching, it's like, if I wasn't so aware, I'm literally being brainwashed that like, you know, yeah. after a long day of work, you, you drink out to celebrate, you drink. And this is, this is, they don't look like alcoholics. I mean, they're, 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 they're beautiful act- actresses and actors. And it's kind of like the same thing. It's like this lie, this, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. And so our ego is afraid that when we come to a friend and we're going to a party, when we say, I don't drink, we feel it's like, it's like a fear of being judged, fear mm-hmm. of like, oh my gosh, you don't have your shit together. Mm-hmm. Fear of like, what is wrong with you? Like everybody does it. You can't do it. And I think it's all of these things and we have to pause and take a break and say, are those things really true? They're not. They're just stories in our head. Yeah. Because they're... if it's a true friend, if it's a true group of of people that you trust like we should be able to be honest with each other and say you know what i actually can't drink anymore and i say this to all my friends now like i can't do it i feel depressed the next day and it's like they're looking at me like and i know i can see the 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 wheels turning like oh shit i do too but mm-hmm. it's like it's just having these open conversations like i am not ashamed to say that alcohol makes me feel like shit yeah it doesn't well, make me feel good. It makes me feel good for a minute, for maybe five minutes. And then I feel like, oh, oh my goodness, I'm I'm not in control here. And yeah. I love to be in control. I love to right. be in control of my thoughts, my feelings, where, what I'm going to say, where I'm going to go, what time I'm going to go home. I want to be in the driver's seat always. I'm a mother. Yeah. Well, and so, and I think it's so important to focus on that. So regardless of the societal pressures to drink, remember your why. Why are you not drinking? Before you go out, go to that place, meditate, pray. Why don't I drink? Oh, let me list the 100 things right now. And you should have a list on your notes app in your phone. Have a list and and continue adding to it. But for us, I just, we, and this is what we're here. I can't believe how incredible it is not to drink. If if we can get one message across, it's so much more fun to go out and be sober. It is more fun. You have more energy. You're sexier. You remember everything. You actually have deeper connections. You look better. You feel better. 
everything's better without alcohol. Let me now it doesn't just happen overnight. There is a process to get there, especially if you're someone like me who has the addiction to it. But let me tell you, I am the happiest sober person out. I love going out. I love not drinking. I love the way I look and feel. I love the way I'm showing up for my little humans that I'm raising. I love the way I get to show up for everyone that God has placed in my life to be of service to. Life is glorious. And you're right. It's depressing, guys. You get, you feel depressed. You're bloated. You don't have that motivation to get up and work out and do your things and meditate and let it takes your life from you. Alcohol is like, you know what? Fantastic marketing. Fantastic. It's the second most addictive substance drug behind heroin. So yes, you're going to become addicted to it, even if you don't have the addiction of alcoholism like I do. And it's going to slowly but surely deteriorate every little piece of your life. Now, is that something that we want to sit around and like cheers to? What the heck? No. And I, wherever we are on this journey, I want you to time hop Mm. 50 years from now, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, and looking back at your life to this moment, what are the best choices for you? Because those choices of not being able to stand up for yourself, not being able to say no. And we're adults. If we don't know how to say no, like that is the work we need to, we need to work on. And so, and then seeing your life truly do this. If you can close your eyes and just see your life, the, the different trajectory and directions it would go. If you choose to continue drinking and it does get progressive, it does get worse. I mean, in all different ways, right? It, it could be legally, it can, you can lose a lot of things health wise yeah. relationships. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to go down that road or you want to learn how to say no. And yeah. it's a, it's, it's a learning because our whole life we're, we're probably, we're like, giving in to saying, to to pleasing others, to making others comfortable. It's like, no, break Mm -hmm. that habit. The time is now to move another way. Mm -hmm. And while it can be a little bit hard because it's hard to break certain patterns in the beginning, it will get easier and easier and more fun. And you're going to break free from these chains because Mm -hmm. there are chains. They're like, there are heavy chains, like tying you down, to not living your full potential, to not living the, the the life of your dreams. You can't, you cannot have it with a substance like that. You can't. It takes over. And, you know, we're living proof. How easy is it now for us? I mean, now it's not. It's like everything. I don't think about it. I mean, I think about it when I'm on these yeah. talks and then I'm thinking about it when I'm in the mastermind and I love thinking about it mm. because there's no guilt. There's mm. no shame. There's this proudness that I have. Yeah. Same. Right. It's just, it gets easier. Community is key. Remembering your why. And again, if we can stress one thing, it's just better on this side. I I promise you it's better. And we know that if you can make it one, it just takes one outing, right? Like if you can do it one time, not picking up, staying connected to a sober network, connected to your why. You do that one win and you see like, I survived. It wasn't awful. I can do it. It will get better and better and better. And you will learn to have so much more fun 
when you go out. And then you also like, this is a whole nother topic for another day. Then you begin to choose what you really do enjoy doing and what you want to do with your time. So exciting. Which is so different. It's like, yeah, it's a totally different, totally different world. And let's wrap this up with, we had the conversation about the housewives, right? Of Beverly Hills. Kylie was, is her name Kylie? Kyle, Kyle, Kylie, Kylie, no, Kyle, she stopped drinking. Right. And she was saying how amazing she feels. And as if you guys know, watching housewives, I mean, that show runs on alcohol right. and it runs on the drama. It runs on the arguments, all of the things. And so she beautifully that sort of took this stand and saying, I'm not drinking. I feel good. And the women, right. I am just not having it. And I I was like, I cannot wait to talk to Michaela about this. I'm watching it thinking, okay, they're going to be cool. I was like, what? They missed the old Kyle. They were like guilting her. And I'm not, and again, I'm not standing judgment of them because I do get that. Like, and I, I've been on the other side of that where like they, they miss that version and they don't know what to do now, like how yeah. to connect. But I miss you. We had used to have so much fun. And she's ordering her like oat milk latte. She's like, I'm cool. She, she was like, I feel great. I'm going to order this. And she's like, I, she's working out all the time. Like she looks great. She's happier. She's, um, you know, she's saying that she's calmer in her relationships. She's less reactive because we know we put alcohol in. It's like, yeah, and I think uh, she said she used to be depressed for days when she would drink. It's a depressant. It is. Even if you don't battle depression, you're going to feel depressed. I think we have, uh, people have to understand that. But I almost fell off the couch when I was like, see, it happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. And you just, and I had that said to me too. And it wasn't ill-intended but they were saying things this was early on in my sobriety oh I miss when we just had you know yep silly Erin or a couple glasses of rosé here and I'm like I don't miss her at all I mean let me tell you something that person is dead she's never coming back so this is the real me and I knew in my soul too I said just wait what you are going to get is 10x that person who used to drink every day I'm like and I knew my soul said just wait just wait and I'm here and like but it it takes time and it takes time for people to get used to that it Um, does but I we have to everyone yeah we have to consider that when we decide to live this lifestyle and again, like I said, it is, there are, there are stages to it and you will be ready to say more things on it as, as you go, as you collect more information, because you can hear us talk about this mm-hmm. for months and months and months. And until you actually go and do these things and live this life, mm-hmm. you're not going to truly know. Nope. And so it's like, you might be on these like training wheels right now. We're instructing you to take, you're ready to take the training wheels oh. off. There's never going to be a perfect circumstance or moment, or it's not going to be, Oh, until, uh, you know, after my vacation or after the holiday. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's today because that is the only thing that we have is today. We don't have tomorrow. We don't have a month from now yet. God willing, we will. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you already want to be steps ahead when those moments yeah. come? Absolutely. Yes. So 
do that for yourself. And yeah. And, you know, a biggest tip for this is just confidently express your choice without the, like the need to justify why you don't have to, you can just say no without going into all of the details. If you want to go into all of the details, just jump in the mastermind, get it out, get it out. Why, like why you were doing certain things and what you want to do. And because I do know that there's a need for that to express yeah. yourself. Um, and then the other thing is body language. Mm. I think we forget body language when we, it's, you know, we can be saying no, but our energy and our body language is saying something else. And so people are reading that sometimes they're not reading your words or they're not reading your, like that intention, but they're reading like, oh, like you're still looking at the drink or you're this, or that you're, so they're feeling that. So, and that is, I truly believe like meditation visualization is that number one tool for that. And also just prayer praying to God, like, please help me in this situation, in this event, or, and, and that's truly when you know, you're not alone. Bring God with you everywhere you go invite God in before you enter that party. And lastly, you need a sober community, whether it's two sober girls or AA or a combination, you're not, you can't, I could never do this alone. And it's not fun to do it alone, but knowing you have this like whole crew in your pocket, you can like go to the bathroom and say, oh my gosh, this is happening, you know, or express it the next day of like, this was hard. This was great. And then just being a part of that narrative where it's the norm not to drink. It's the norm not to drink. Isn't that so lovely? Yeah. Like It's, it's we- like, we almost have to subscribe to that become it. And it just ends up being a lot easier. You will eventually end up finding your sober tribe as well, which is fun. will probably take time as you're calibrating Mm -hmm. to this new version of yourself of figuring out, oh my gosh, what do I actually like? Because all of the things I was doing in the past was mainly sort of tailored around like nightlife and restaurants and partying and traveling. So it's like, oh my gosh, if I don't have that, it's like, who am I? And now I'm on this other side of like, oh my gosh, I'm so much more. Mm. I'm so much more in all of the things I was seeking when I was in that stage I have like at my fingertips. So, mm. so it is a beautiful life. We are so happy that you have landed here. And if you enjoy this episode, please go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, share it to your bestie, your mom, your cousin, everyone to spread this word, even if they are drinking. I think it's, uh, it's conversations that are so needed and you just never know who's struggling. Truly. You never know. You might be hanging out with friends and it's all good. And a lot of times we don't really express how much pain we're in and I truly believe if we remove alcohol and we focus on wellness, right? There's two steps there. Uh, everything can change. Your thoughts, your moods, your your life, everything um, can shift in in that moment of choosing. And so, anyway, can't wait to continue this conversation as we do. And we will see you on the next episode. Please go follow us on Two Sober Girls Podcast on Instagram and dm us to say hello we love hearing from you yes love you guys talk soon
It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.